A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Get off the f***ing car! Hey, get off the f***ing car! Suck! Get your slippery ass off the car! Listen to me! Get off the car with your ass! Shut that mouth or I'll come over there and start her head! Mimic, 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 mimic. This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Filmsack. It was probably not morning where you are. I'm Scott Johnson, and this is Filmsack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 391. I'm joined today by Brian. I'm dying, Joe Dunaway. I'm dying. Really, I'm out. Oh, hi. I want to be alone. Oh, hi. This week on The Way of the Sack, I learned some brand new lore. New to me, the lore of the Batman. Specifically, James the Leprechaun Khan. Yep, Leprechaun. Yeah. yeah, he's got bags of monies, and I'll be damned if you can have them. He's a flat-out trickster, that Leprechaun, Con. Con, <laughs> luring you into his wishing well of broken bottles and shattered dreams. There is cheese in that there trap, as best as I can tell from what Dora, Del Toro was mumbling about. The cheese of death and whining. Oh, I got glass in my arm. Whatever. Anywho, <laughs> best be on your guard, because even if you are lucky enough to get close to the Leprechaun, Con's monies... You will surely have to fight his league of extraordinarily old men's. They ain't much, but they're all survivors. Well, at least for the next 15 minutes or so. Con! You clever girl. Don't you walk away from me with your monies and your stiff neck. Pac-Man. <laughs> Man, that was Let's all just, over the place. Bottle that. Yeah. <laughs> Sell it at the Whole Foods. Uh, Also with us, Randy, the way of the gum, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. I'm here to talk about the art of the simplification philosophy, such as a plan is just a list of things that don't happen, or karma is only justice without the satisfaction. How about $15 million isn't money? It's a motive with a universal adapter on it. Simplification (laughs) philosophies are my favorite. So I decided to find some for other movies that we all know well. The Last Jedi is just a privilege trigger with some porgs in it. 
<laughs> Mad Max Fury Road is just a music video without the little words on the bottom of the right corner of the screen. Remember those? Those yeah. were cool. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. Top Gun is Iron Eagle with only white people. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street is just Wall Street with a wolf added. Mm. But the wolf is actually a rich guy on drugs and not an actual wolf. Dances with Wolves is an actual wolf movie with a wolf and everything. Hmm. Very okay, nice. so you're at the end thing, uh, something, something clever. There, there you go. Yeah, yeah. something, something clever. <laughs> clever, Randy. Hey, is it my was, memory? Was... Is it my memory right that uh, in Wolf of Wall Street he snorted cocaine out of somebody's butt? Do I have that mm. me- memory right? That's exactly what happened. Okay. Uh, Jonah Hill did right, or was it? Uh, it may have been DiCaprio. Is what I'll call him. Right. The really memorable thing about that movie is him recalling in his mind getting in a car and driving somewhere. Yeah. While he's so completely wasted that you get to also see what he really did. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. That movie. Just, that that scene is just so that. classic. But the movie itself is kind of useless. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I remember from that movie is uh, uh, is uh, Matthew McConaughey on. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Like, uh, I forgot about some that. sort of uh, pseudo Native American. Uh, <laughs> I forgot he did that. Yeah. Yeah, and he was all skinny because he was doing Dallas Buyers Club at the same time. <laughs> exactly. All right. Sorry. Uh, I, was finally... convinced that, oh, yeah. I was pretty convinced that Randy was going to do uh, his job for this week, with, which was semen collector questionnaire guy. Oh, Lord. Was a little bit of, I enjoyed what you did instead. Though. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Did I I ever tell you about the time I ran a shitty motel in Mexico? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I can't wait to hear. Okay, finally, and also with us, uh, Brian, barefoot and very pregnant, Ibit. That's right. Uh, Hi, uh, Despacito Hotel. Yes, uh, this is Keith from Yelp.com. Do you have a few minutes? Great. I'd like to go over some of the recent reviews that people have been leaving on Yelp here and see if they make sense to you because uh, they threw a couple red flags here at corporate. Ready? Okay, great. First off, we have a one-star review from a Cheryl H. from Wilmington, North Carolina, who says, Bed very soft and nice view, but crazy bleeding pregnant lady wandering the halls. Does this, <laughs> does this make sense to you? Oh, okay. What, one-time incident? Okay, great. All right, let's move on. Um, this next one is from a Parker J. from South Bend, Indiana. Uh, it says, I only got one washcloth, and my room has a horizontal line of equally spaced half-dollar-sized holes that go around the entire perimeter. Second floor ice machine doesn't work and had to go to first floor to get ice. How about that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, more washcloths? No, I totally understand. I was asking more about the row of bullet holes. Oh, that room's getting renovated? Okay, great. All right. Uh, I got one last one here. This last one is from Terry V. from Fresno, who says, had to go to front desk twice to get a key card from my door and fountain in courtyard filled with thousands of shards of broken glass. Also, stairwell light buzzes a little, and I can hear it from my room. Uh, What about that one? Yeah, no, I mean the shards of glass. Ah, okay. Would you say you have a plethora of shards of broken glass? Oh, my Ah, God. Muy bien. Oh, my God. Tell me. Cheryl. All right, that was great. (laughs) What is a plethora? So good. Nice reference. Uh, All right, you guys. It's the way of the gun. I'm bummed about this movie. It sucks. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie, and it's, it's got some things. You're not wrong about it not being a good movie. How? What do you? What do you feel like about saying it's a? It's a good uh, series of events. Um, not it's a, movie. a good third. It's a good third of a movie. Yeah, I would say. yeah, yeah. The final scene, uh, final bits are are pretty exciting. I'm I'm uh, gonna go on record now, early in the show, and say I loved, not just liked, but loved the soundtrack. 
It was incredible. Oh, I the thought soundtrack was amazing. Yeah, it was. It was out. It was way, way above it. The movie it added above it, its weight class. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the movie was punching down. That soundtrack was punching way up, and it uh, it's awesome. Like really well made. And I don't know who did it. I didn't bother to go look I it all up. I love how he, he would he would just creep it in in certain scenes. You would be like you almost wouldn't hear it at first. And it would just escalate the whole emotion of the scene, mm-hmm. uh, how it would come in. Yeah, it, it, sa- it saved a lot of scenes for me. The the music did. It really did it was, for uh, me as well. It was punctu- punctuated stuff that needed it. Yes, Randy. Sorry. It was it was scored by Joe Kramer, yeah. who is known for being. I hate to say this. I I guess he's not listening. Known for being <laughs> inexpensive. Oh. Yeah, he's <laughs> a TV guy, right? Well, he is a TV guy. But because of this, I think because of this movie, he also has gotten to do things like, you know, Jack Reacher and the last, uh, not the last, but the second to last Mission Impossible film, uh, Rogue Nation. Oh, Rogue Nation. Well, no, he did the last, he did the last uh, two. So uh, Rogue Nation and the new one is him as well. He actually won an award for that. He won the uh, World Soundtrack Awards and the International Film Music Critics Award for Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Yeah, his music is, 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 so obviously he's still working with Christopher Christopher McQuarrie is the thing, Mm -hmm. because he's the director and the writer here, and so he's, he's, great man i don't that is not something i expected in a movie that is otherwise pretty freaking mediocre in every other description i think christopher- I, and from his imdb photo yeah. he looks like he wants to sell you a barco lounger yeah a little bit a little I, bit i want to disagree that the movie is mediocre i want i want to i want to state that there are about four or five moments in the movie where i'm like this is a damn good movie mm-hmm. and there's about 10 to 15 moments in the movie where I'm like, okay, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that yeah, doesn't I think average out, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I think I'm that's saying. pretty good. Like a, I mean, I don't think anybody's arguing that this moment ha- or this movie has flashes of, maybe not brilliance, but flashes I think of... No. Some of the... Combina- well, uh, yeah, flashes of brilliance. I mean, because it almost made me sad to be at such a pinnacle sometimes, where it's like, everything was hitting. It's like, oh... Look, they're they're slowly panning back, and the cinematographer knows what he's doing because he's like he's isolated these these this one set of actors over here on the right hand side, and it's it's blocked off these huge blocks of of white space. And as he as he scrolls, as he as he as he pans back, we reveal that we have a listener, and we're forwarding the story. And for just a few moments, it's like wow, this thing is hitting on all cylinders. And then the very next scene, I'm like, what the hell? Mm. What just right. happened? Then- then they then they let Juliette Lewis look at straight at the camera with her mouth open. Yeah, <laughs> she's a she was a, she's an interesting casting in this because I like her generally speaking. I really enjoy. Yeah. Did, most you per, of her did you prefer her eight months pregnant or her Jiffy Pop pregnant? Because sometimes she would go from <laughs> yeah. being oh that looks normal Jiffy to Pop. oh my god what do they stuff in there? Jiffy yeah. Pop pregnant. I've never heard <laughs> that. Of that. Must- that must have something to do with lighting and how cameras make you look. Yeah. Because there's like there's no way that was the same uh, prosthesis right throughout the whole film. There's no way, absolutely yeah, no way. Yeah. That thing got huge in some scenes, mm-hmm. and it and it just it it must be that someone was looking through a camera going, oh wow, she she doesn't look like she has a big enough belly now. Bring it, pillow. Yeah. body pillow. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Um, Who's got a seat cushion in their car? Yeah, bring that right. in. Bring that in. Yeah, it's a. It's we haven't a, even mentioned. Go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, we haven't even mentioned Ryan Phillip or Del Toro because both those guys are amazing, and so is Tate. Hold Diggs on, and, hold on, hold on. Back up. I yes. think that Del Toro is amazing. 
I'm yeah. not sure I'm on board think, with Ryan so Phillippe. I think Ryan Phillippe was doing some interesting think, things at Phil. And I think we better say Ryan Phillippe or Phillippe. Oh, yeah, Phillippe. 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 Phillippe, however you say it. I, I don't care. Phillippe. Ryan, Ryan Phillippe. He says I'm Ryan Phillippe. The, the, uh, the thing with him is, did you watch him in a bunch of crappy teenage yes. movies before this? Yes. In, in this case, you have to decide, is he doing the best work of his life no. here? <laughs> because <laughs> because he might be this yeah, might be his peak yeah right? maybe i mean what's he doing now has anyone followed his business lately i have no idea what he's doing i don't know he's, what he's on to. something called shooter a tv show called shooter oh that's the based on the, the gun part two well no it's based on the shooter movie with marky mark in it i think oh yeah. interesting it's like okay. a tv sure. version of that uh, oh. i don't think he's the main dude though maybe he is but, uh, no, Bobby so. Lee Swagger. Yeah, that's the guy. Um, so about every three couple, years, yeah, about every three years, and... he makes a he makes a TV series. So like that that shooter. Three years ago, it was Secrets and Lies that went ten episodes. Three years before that, it was Damages that went ten episodes. Mm -hmm. Like apparently, apparently he he takes two years off, and then comes back and uh, we're gonna make it big on TV. And no, you're not, <laughs> Ryan Philippi. Well, he's affecting Ryan an Philippi. accent here that just rubs me the wrong way. It, I, it just feels right it, that I was thinking the same thing that uh, his delivery just feels like there's some like they, they said, uh, all right, here, watch all these old gangster films. Try and do that accent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he couldn't do that accent. Yeah, but not, he, not he, really. he bought full in, though, even though it was always consistently overdone. He never kind of backed off of it. No, you're you're was, yeah. you're right. Yeah. But I is mean, that a thing to commend? <laughs> I mean, at, at some point, I, commend if you if you consider like if you I'll, consider, I'll stop doing that thing. Yeah. If you consider, I always respect commitment over adjustment. So if I would rather you go commit all the way through and just make an absolute ass of yourself than to flounder. Don't flounder. Yeah. If you if you're gonna give it to me, commit. And he can. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I feel like okay. the, I, I feel like the whole movie overcommits to what it what it's referencing. Mm. Right. So it's obviously an homage to Sam Peckinpah. The characters are literally named Parker and Longbaugh, so they're yeah, yeah. straight out of uh, Butch Cassidy. Yeah, that's their last names. The real last names of those guys, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what and that's what they call each other. Yeah. Uh, it you know, and it's like there's a point where I'm like, okay. And now we're gonna have a Mexican standoff later. This Literally is like mm -hmm. a Mexican. It, yeah, it's just, yeah uh, which by the way was filmed in Skull Valley, Utah. Scott, you ever get out there? Yeah, it's beautiful out there. The um, west. Yeah, the the part. So at the top of the movie, they showed a whole bunch of stuff that looked like right around Moab and maybe Zion. I can't. I couldn't tell for sure. But they clearly were filming a bunch of stuff here. And then when they did that stuff at the end, I went, "Oh, well, they kind of like stayed out here and." Mm -hmm. Like really went for yeah, it. Yeah, Salt yeah. Lake City is listed as uh. So I mentioned the uh the the semen uh acquisition semen location. Bank. Yeah, semen the, bank is, the uh, semen bank must be a Salt Lake semen bank, or right. they faked it to look like something else. I don't know, but I know we have <laughs> those Sarah here. Sarah Silverman uh, Memorial Alley is probably <laughs> somewhere in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I've yeah. I've never been to a semen bank, but man, I was not comfortable with that line of questioning man that's a lot of questioning i don't to... i don't understand what that scene did to advance the film nothing it felt like it was written like a, a sort of like dark comedy sketch right. mm -hmm. and yeah. then it was like well i just gotta shove this in here and and let it, like it it gives us their their acting 
a little bit, but it doesn't. I don't know. It just were, were we all like, were we all trying to be we were all trying to be Tarantino then exactly that's yep. what I'm thinking yep. like it's, it's a lot ban- like that the, the, yeah. the banter the Tarantino style banter that doesn't serve a purpose of moving the story forward just gives right. you it's supposed color. to de- exactly it's supposed to develop the character but did it not really no no, no not, not really and and of course this was uh this was also an attempt to be David Mamet a lot sure like it's he's influenced by david mamet no doubt uh and it actually made me question whether tarantino lists mamet as one of his references like right this is this is really a lot of that they try uh, but it's none of it feel like it only feels in david mamet or a david mamet ish in attempt but not in not in success sure. like, yeah it's just like not the, as the good. thing the thing that happens over and over and over here is that the two men usually are paired up and they have really similar philosophies but different slightly different experiences mm-hmm. right yeah and like that that uh sperm bank is one of them uh obviously the scene where uh both tell toro and uh james Kahn come together and sit in a crappy diner and talk was so david mamet yeah and it's like mm-hmm. even the even the uh bodyguards like here we have two bodyguards and two other bodyguards but we just kill them off screen so we never actually meet them and it's like <laughs> He just he loves pairing things up so much that it actually gets a little uh, sad and tired. Yeah, yeah. It, got, it got in the way a, a little bit to be to be sure. I don't know. I wanted to, I wanted to like this because I've been on a Christopher McQuarrie kick lately. I think his latest uh, entries into that Mission Impossible thing have been awesome. Like really great action movies. Some of the best live or uh, practical effects I'd ever seen. Did- did anybody see the mummy last year? No, that was no. poop. Is yes, I, could I did see it. Did he direct it like, or just what wrote, he just wrote happened? That. Why are we introducing Universal Monsters? He Get wrote, out of here. He write that or direct it? I can't remember what he did. He did something. He though. wrote it. Wrote it. Okay. Yeah, that thing's pretty universally panned, isn't it? Nobody liked that thing. I. It was. It had, once again, it had its moments. But mm-hmm. Christopher uh, Christopher McQuarrie was having, according to the trivia. Uh, I didn't watch, watch the director's cut or nothing like that. The way of the gun watched on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, but he was he was actually struggling uh, when when he was making this movie, uh, and he kind of had some things. He wanted his own vision to come through and to shine through, but the studios weren't having it, weren't giving what he wanted, mm. and uh, ended up having to end up not wanting in the beginning. Ryan Filippi, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but he took him. <laughs> and so there's uh there's there's this there's this little bit of you can feel it you can feel it there's a little bit of uh i want to do what i want to do but y'all won't let me and so yeah uh, here's the product i'm calling it now yeah. philippi is what we're gonna do from now on Filippi? that's Filippi. that is what he says he Filippi. calls himself yeah. ryan Filippi. he says Filippi. which is fine it's his name he but knows he puts the accent on the phil not on the lip philippi <laughs> ryan phil philippi Oh, that's amazing, you guys. I freaking love the, it. All right. The real, the, the real miracle of this film <laughs> is that they let McQuarrie direct it because up to this point he was a you know a pretty successful writer, but then he stopped getting any jobs for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. And so like like the story of this of this movie is he was literally homeless, like unemployed, that did not have a you know a, a prospect and decided to write a movie that no way anybody would accept as a major Hollywood film and like puts all sorts of things in it to 
to you know pick at the people that were picking at him mm -hmm. and somehow this feels like a movie made by a homeless person it really does so yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> wow but then i <laughs> but then somehow they actually find money for it 20 million dollars for it and they let him yeah. direct it that's a miracle yeah well they did because he's coming off of usual suspects with yes. uh, brian I mean, singer he also was Del Toro. Years, but he's coming off it. Del Toro. He uh James Khan, you know, like all right, yeah, you landed yeah. James Khan, you've got Del Toro. Um I can see why they throw money at it. And uh it's unfortunate that that this wasn't step two to like a really big jump right. forward. I mean, his his uh, Mission Impossible stuff is great. I didn't see Valkyrie or Valkyrie, so I can't um... Oh Valkyrie's awesome. I love Valkyrie. Yeah. Is yeah. It? yeah. Yes. Yeah, and apparently, like he and uh, Tom Cruise have—I uh, don't know—they they have a secret love child or something because now no. you can't separate these guys anymore. No, they're clearly. I, they're I imagine that partners. Tom Cruise probably let Christopher McQuarrie stay in his place while he was homeless. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, nice. I, I feel like maybe the I feel like maybe the 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 marketing could have pivoted this film into something profitable. I think if they had sold this in a more simple idea as maybe the bag man or something like that, because he was really the central piece. Yeah. But uh, it ended up movie. Don't you think they kind of wasted wait. that? They kind of wasted that. If they could, have, they could have flipped that with a little bit of marketing, I think they could have made the money. Mm. Brian Dunaway, did you see the spiritual sequel to this movie? I uh, did, Hell or High Water? Oh, oh okay. shut up. No, really? Not. What? Don't, don't right. besmirch I'm, the name of Hell or High Water. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah. like Hell or High Water is like, how long do we have to make? How long do we have to wait? To right. make a much better version of this, right? Yeah, right. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. I love that movie. Oh my gosh, oh, I yeah. love that movie, so good. You're making me want to just watch it now. Bye, guys. Film sack. Well, uh, film sack. Yeah, because, because in every possible way, Hell or High Water has it has better casting. I'm gonna. I. I. As much as I hey. love parts of of this movie, mm -hmm. Hell or High Water has a better script. Yeah. Uh, this has you some know, great like, casting. I, I agree with I, the casting. I think the casting. Yeah. Is, no, the casting's good, fine. Except for Ryan. I, again, Ryan Filippi is a question mark for me, but I think the uh, Del Toro, Khan, both really God. good. I, I like Juliet Lewis. Man, what a waste with Tay Diggs, though, man. They could have, right. I feel like they could have done more with him. Oh, he just they, wasn't, he, they, he wasn't in, in his groove yet. Like, he he didn't have the the big star power that he, he would a few years later. Yeah. And this movie right. actually, it actually showed him acting pretty i mean he did a really good the job he has good. to be a they gave him. he has to be a he has to be a brooding psychopath like that's uh, he did a good job of it and then of course you know like it's two years later he appears in chicago and you're like oh wow i he really gets my attention and yeah. then he's also he goes a on very like, very handsome man and i'll say one of the things that worked for the, the movie is is his character for me mm -hmm, and right. part of it was his blank face business he would make when yeah. Nobody would be making a blank face. Like when he got shot in the neck, pretty right. good, pretty good scene. Uh, he just kind of moves away, sits down. He's clearly going to die, but he's not freaking out. He's not screaming. Right. He's got mm -hmm. Tay Diggs face good. on, and it it was pretty good. good. I got Tay Diggs face on. Yeah, Tay Diggs face. Good, good job, by the way, uh, by uh, the story setting up my expectation of uh, Doctor Alan Painter as being the whip, everybody's whipping boy, and in the end being the one who turns around and takes action against Tay Diggs. So that, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, but, that was a good give me, misdirection. But give me a triple alert. Oh, wow. yeah, absolutely. I, I got that.
Uh, no, not everybody in the movie has to be either related to or having sex with everybody else. No, it doesn't have <laughs> Don't to be. be. Don't it, is a, it is a tangled web of uh, lines drawn from this character right. to that character Absolutely. to this character here. And it's, yeah. and it's like, and it's like, if you just undo one of them, I wouldn't have had this problem. But when, when Tay Diggs and Kristen Lehman start making out, I'm like, oh, them too? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. I like her. I man. was fine without that. Who was Nikki Cat? actually uh twin brothers I with i, I would like to know like a little island a little floating off island he is <laughs> yeah until he got pulled apart <laughs> oh uh, that sucks i'm not related to or dating anybody in this right film. Yeah. i'm such an outsider hey jeffrey lewis is my father you know what um, it, you know what it is it's that writers love or, and, and this makes sense because this is just kind of a universal thing you see it across movies books video games like everything it, it, the idea of family and familial conflict is yeah. a huge thing. And like at the end of the day, what do you care more about your daughter or do you care about your freaking mob, whatever deal like that's well, your it, boss. Yeah. It, right. the, it's not so much that it's not well-worn material. It's just not well executed here. I never felt very good about anybody's yeah. relationship. I never really went, Oh man, I sure hope Juliet Lewis makes it like, I could care less about her in this. She's she kind of yeah. yeah I, I actually cared more about more about uh, James Khan's character. By the way, does James Khan always look like a uh, just somebody's pissed off dad? Yep, totally. Yes, dude, that's totally. it. That's all we got. I mean, I just I just saw the the uh, Godfather movies, and he's much younger in those. Oh yeah, even Sunday, right? yeah, Central even Williams. then, somehow he manages to look like a pissed off dad. It's hard to explain yeah. why that guy can do that. But no, this I, is mm-hmm. this is peak James Khan right here. This is all he's got. This yeah. is him. Like yeah. this you know, is like. This is him. Uh, like it was like uh this character moves to new york city and starts up a yeah. children's books company and now he's an elf <laughs> yeah, i got right? i got i got a little confused actually because uh i was actually trying to tie in my original opening was tying in jennifer anderson and aniston mm-hmm. with leprechaun movie <laughs> wait anderson the old was, medication old people use yeah, got it yeah All right. that's right from friends yeah uh i was i was tying in i was i was accidentally tying in i was remembering incorrectly I was thinking that James Caan was her father in Friends, but it's not. It's that other guy that I sometimes get confused. Oh, uh, James uh, wait, her dad and friends. Oh, 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 Robert Gould? No, Elliot Gould. No, 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 uh, no definitely not Robert that's... Gould. I know him. That's 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 Rachel's. Uh, that's, uh, Rachel's dad. That's right. Yeah, Rachel's yeah, dad. Yeah. What I'm talking about. Yeah. Hold on, I know who it is. He was Ross on the and, uh, um... Monica's dad. Oh shite. I can't remember. Oh, sorry, I, got I got it. So his name, his name is uh, uh, Lieberman or Liebman, excuse me. Uh, Joel Lieberman. Right. Got it. Ron. Yeah, right, right. Yep. <laughs> Ron, Ron Liebman is his name. And for some reason in my head, I always get those two confused. Con and Liebman. Con Liebman. Con Liebman. I, don't think I, I got to look. Uh, okay. Um, I always think of, of Jennifer Aniston's actual dad who was on Days of Our Lives. That yes, guy. Victor oh, Kariakis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Victor yeah. Kariakis. Oh, my gosh. I should. Have, I always need to remember that if I bring up that show, Ibit yeah. immediately is with me. He's like, yep, that's totally. The only, that's the only soap opera I ever watched, but boy, did we watch yeah. the crap out of that. In, what, uh, right. Oh, it was in, so in big college. in college. Yeah. It was so big. Even even oh, people like right, us watched it. Okay. It was nuts. So yeah. the movie. married to, uh, what's her face, Bluth, Lucille Bluth. Oh, right. right, that's right. Yeah. Walter. Oh, they're really married. They're, like married. They're really married in real life. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if you wanted to go beat up Jeffrey Tambor when he. he, really, really he and prior to Lucille Bluth, he was married to uh, Alice. Oh, 
from uh, who from ended Alice. up? Nobody <laughs> from Bell's Diner. Yeah, Alice from Alice. Nobody would date you know, Flo. This is what we're learning from this. Yes. So the, right. the movie that I got all caught up on, the other movie uh, that somehow is related to this one, is Dead Poet Society. Didn't does anybody know why? I don't no. know why. No. I, was so, it the, oh, it's the kid, uh, the doctor. No, He's the, yeah, Doctor Painter here. That's who is it the is. The fourth guy. When you watch Dead Poet Society, you will come away remembering Robert Sean Leonard, Ethan Hawke, and Josh Charles. Yep. And he's the other guy. Dylan Cussman is mm-hmm. is him. You're right. He's the kind of nebbish, uh, kind of nervous one. He was the one that yeah. wasn't mm. sure about all this. Like every time they they were gonna go hide away and Seize do their poetry, he I would can't. get he'd get all like <laughs> weird. And then I think he kind of turned but, later when Robin Williams' character got in trouble and 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 this kid wouldn't yep. yeah he wouldn't stick with the plan so that's why he annoyed I, me because i hate that yes, kid yes he yeah. he because of the characters he's played he's very very annoying and then he ends up getting attached to tom cruise and uh what's his name uh later also if you look up dylan cussman he's in jack reacher he's in the mummy which is kind of cool like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, i yeah. I wonder. I wonder what is keeping these guys all together and working together later in their careers. Yeah, I don't know. Corey is apparently. Uh, oh yeah. no, the answer is Scientology. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, Chris, by the, um, and not that we need to go down this rabbit hole too far, but is Christopher McQuarrie, since they're such buddies now, is, is he all up in the? The the uh, Scientology deal. Well, As uh, Scott and I had a discussion a couple of weeks ago, and it's like. Uh, we don't know now. Like there was a bunch of film and move, like documentaries and stuff recently, and we're like, and they all went underground. So like uh, we don't. It's really hard to find out in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you can't just look up Christopher McQuarrie and it's like, oh, he's really into Scientology. He's mm-hmm. like it just you just don't know anymore. They, yeah, they have he got real confiscated and, everything. Uh, clean the websites, <laughs> right? Right, right. Just yeah, them clean. It's unfortunate because yeah. I don't know why I care about this. I just I feel like I want to know. I don't know why I really want to know more, but I do. Well, you know, speaking of going down rabbit holes. Inquiring mind. Yeah. Right. Speaking of going down rabbit holes, what was the thing that uh, grossed Scott out this week? Oh, easy. Oh, oh. I I, I think I know because it grossed me the crap out. Going into Juliet Lewis's garage to get a baby? Nope. No, no. That didn't bother me at all. That was super easy. Can I I guess, please? Yes. Okay, let's let Randy guess. Go. Can I? Because I just I don't know why, but I just imagine Scott dry heaving when uh, Ryan Filippi jumps into that fountain and <laughs> comes up with all this glass in his arm. <laughs> no, that was really that yeah, was uh, too practical and effecty. Right. I tell you that. what, it was. I'll tell you what it was for me. Mm. It was Chittick's wife sitting on that couch shoving shrimp in her face. Take <laughs> Diggs comes up, sucks sucks his face to her face, and he's sucking shrimp. <laughs> breath i couldn't do it <laughs> delicious that was bad all right cocktail sauce yeah. all right you know what Dunaway, congratulations you did it um yeah! i i even captured the sound so this is the sound of tay Diggs making out with blondie after she just ate some nasty thing so here you go here you go oh yeah oh it's all just lip smacking asmr video she's eating his lips like shrimp man it's gross well done though you got you nailed it that's exactly my thing Oh man, I was I was shivering when I saw that. Like, yeah, it's, it was rough. It was not it was not at all what I was interested in. It turns out. It turns out I am not into that. I'm not into. Let me eat something and then the come here and let's have like full on get your freaking fat tongue in my mouth make out. Let's do it. I get. I I think maybe because maybe shrimp is a little too close, especially like that kind of boiled shrimp is a little too close to human temperature 
and oh, just a oh. little too and too a little too uh, flesh like, and then just imagine just all of a sudden getting that twinge of shrimp in your in your mouth <laughs> like taste a, that just like a little like bleh. a remnant leg or something. Yeah. <laughs> so here's some, those little uh, tail scale things. Yeah. There's very yeah. little very little in the way of trivia for this movie, but I found a couple that I think are interesting. Here's one: Ryan Phillippe, Philip a plea plea whatever it is, Phil. Uh, Phil Hippie, Phil Hippie, uh, accidentally punched Sarah Silverman in that scene. (laughs) Accidentally, quote. He was supposed to miss her. He hit her. She got knocked out. And when she woke up, the 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 way this is reported is he was standing over her, almost in tears. The makeup department used fake blood, and the huge lump on her chin was a continuity bonus. Phillippe apologized for like a week. Uh, so there you go. That scene, mm. like we're gonna we're gonna talk about scenes that were great, scenes that were horrible. Mm. That scene is is riding the line between, and it goes to horrible <laughs> right after the fight. She's coming out of it, and she's like, "Look at what they did to my face." And her right. idiot boyfriend says something like, "You've Char- never been so more beautiful, You're more beautiful than ever." Or something and it's like, like that, yeah. it's like if that if oh they just ruined it. Yeah. It was going just yeah. fine, and they ruined it. Yeah. You mean sideshow Bob? <laughs> Was it Sideshow Bob or Carrots? I couldn't. I or couldn't D. Snyder. Right. Yeah. What combo or, is that? It's guy? definitely not the guy you think is going to kick your butt. No. Okay. So that was already kind of weird. That was super yeah. weird, dude. I forgot. Like, what, uh, oh, gosh. No, he's uh, uh, the guy from Deadpool and everything. He's in oh, everything. Yeah. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Silicon Valley. Uh, yeah, he, does, uh, he does a pretty good mean uh, what's, what's his name? Jerry, Jerry Von. Pinkled hot. I don't know. Isn't he's in Silicon Valley? TJ yeah. Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TJ Miller. Miller. Oh no way. That's TJ Miller. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, okay. looks like a TJ Miller. He just looks this like is 20 okay. years ago. Poor man's TJ Miller. Yeah. 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 TJ Miller was like three. Yeah. Right. <laughs> TJ Miller wasn't sure what his career was yet. Yeah. But uh I feel like yeah. I feel like Ryan Filippi. Uh, I really feel like I feel like he's a real sincere kind of guy, and I really believe I want to believe that story. I really feel like he probably felt that emotion. Oh, Was sure this the first time fine. we saw Sarah Silverman uh, in a in a prominent role where she's playing the loudmouth? Because that's kind of her stick, right? Well, look at her. Look mouth. at her IMDb. I mean, she gets a lot of. Uh, <laughs> she gets. She gets it's uh, memorable. Right? Well, it's memorable. Yeah, but it's not like. It's not like she's there to, to move the plot forward at all, and it's not like we see her other than... I think it's a, a great uh, uh, setting to, to make you realize this movie is going to uh, bend what you think is going to happen. So I thought it was very important for the mood well, what and the was, direction. What was, their, what was their purpose um, in that parking lot outside the club? Just sitting there talking, and they just decided they were going to sit there at that thing? Or was it to... Right to draw out the crowd to beat that guy or to d- attempt to beat that I'm ass- guy up. I'm assuming it was uh, to, it, I was assuming that they were on a job you know, and this was, this was the only part of the job and we won't get the full story and they never revealed it. That's what I was assuming. Here, was here's on. what I think happened. Our chick in the bucket this week is the plot line of that scene because <laughs> yeah. they never, that never got followed through on. Like there was why no are they there? Or anything like, Oh, they were there for this other thing. And they just happened to sit on this guy's car mm-hmm. or, Oh, they were there to get that guy. Right. And uh, stuff went awry because they didn't count on his loud mouth uh, or, or as she is a <laughs> right, name to be raving right. bitch. Yeah. She yeah raving that, bitch. that scene was way more interesting than the payoff. It, why why scene, is she called raving scene. bitch in there? It's awful to get to. That's a terrible credit. <laughs> a, I bet she had something to do with that. 
You know, like, uh, what should we call your character? I don't know. How about Raving Bitch? She might. She she likes to own that. And what should we call your boyfriend? It's credited as Pussy Whipped. That's the (laughs) name of the (laughs) Is it really? That's That's hilarious. He whipped. But but just to to answer the original thing, this was not, like, a debut or anything like that. She She was playing this one scene role in a lot of other movies before that. She was in There's Something About Mary. Uh, she had a, a, a substantial for her at the time role in The Bachelor. Do you remember that? Oh movie? yeah, yeah, I do remember yeah. that. This was uh, Chris O'Donnell, Renee Zellweger. She this was, was somebody's before... friend, right? It's always that role for her. She's yeah. somebody's best friend. Uh, she's goofy. You know, so like, and she had been she had been taking any appearance in any episode of any TV show for years. Uh, she's actually. Uh, a Star Trek uh, connection for us later. Mm-hmm. She's our so, only right. one, actually. I couldn't find any others. I thought there'd anyway, be more, so but whatever. That, which was, you know, that appearance in in Voyager was before this. So, like Sarah Silverman was was definitely like in her element at this point in this role. Yeah. It's just like the whole scene was useless. Like the sperm bank scene, it doesn't need to be in the movie. It doesn't advance anything. It doesn't tell us anything. It's mm-hmm. like the writer director had an idea and didn't want to have an idea and not use the idea yeah right that's how it right. felt they didn't want to scrap anything so did we talk about the real life relationship between jeffrey lewis and juliet lewis no in this and that's because it, it, i mean or something right that's her father right juliet lewis's yeah and he doesn't play the father in the film no he plays the friend he the plays father, the, the guy who's the dying. Man. I'm dying okay, I remember there was some connection, some familial right. connection between them. And the yeah. reason why I want to get there is I want to say that, oh my gosh, his scene where he is suicidal <laughs> and he's and he, you're like, what are you doing right now with the guns? <laughs> all the guns and the nice little yeah, ring on the little table. Pin, little pinwheel uh, layout. And then he puts them all in the bag and he shakes it up. I'm like, what are you doing that right now? That is meta. That is absolute so, meta uh, Russian roulette. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, but the thing that I actually, I found myself chuckling when, uh, because he's such a straight face kind of guy here and he's yeah. kind of goofy, but he... When he puts the gun up to his head and he looks over to the left, like what's going to get splattered, and then he puts his hand up, like on his, just so he can like catch some of the splatter. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. That's, I don't want to ruin the lamp. Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. But for some reason, that just made me chuckle. And I just, I just enjoyed just about every scene he was in, even to the point where he's he's, he's a super, he's a really interesting dude, isn't he? Like. Yeah, it's really uh, something yeah. about him. Peace. And you've seen him in. Oh, is he? I didn't know he'd passed. Yeah, oh. he died about three years ago. Oh, that's yep. too bad. I like that guy, but you'd see him Great in guy. everything. Like, here's a guest starring We've spot on Maverick. some sitcom, and then here he is in the Maverick movie, and then here he is in a oh, thousand other that. things. Yeah, guy got around, got some work in back, Hollywood. Back in the 1980s, when I was a kid, I was taken to see a stage show starring Jeffrey Lewis and his partner, whose oh. name I forget. It nice. was called Celestial Navigations, and they would they would tour around and do this thing where they would. Uh, read or not read they would they would recite these like short stories they had written and there would be like light and music on the stage it was called celestial navigations and huh. i remember it being like really entertaining hmm. right uh, and it's like one of those things like it's not a movie it's got this is like sometimes actors are so into something you know that they're willing to mm-hmm. right? yeah to go all out yeah Love it, love it. I like. I, I really enjoyed his character. I, you really, you could really have pulled that character completely out of the film, and would not it would 
the film would have been story wise and plot wise would have been no different. But uh, I would have I would have missed it. Uh, do you know if they're yeah, in any? So, have so they good. ever done anything together since? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm just curious if they uh, if that was a thing that ever would happen again for them. It, him and uh, his daughter uh, McAllister or no, no, or no, no. McQuarrie? No, no, her, no, no. Her, her, her uh, oh, Juliet, Juliet, yeah, yeah, daughter, father Jeopardy. thing. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. I wonder if that's ever that's a good though. question. I'll take I'm a look. looking. Uh, I saw McAllister as one of his moving McAllister. In 2007, I don't see anything else here that I recognize as something Juliette Lewis was in. Do you think he was Devil's Rejects? I've always oh, I forgot about Devil's Rejects. That was Rob Zombie, yeah, yeah, weird weird freaking movie, dude. You know, Um, I don't, I can't, I don't think I've ever seen a Rob Zombie movie. Seen plenty of videos. I don't think I didn't even see the Halloween, and I've seen all the other Halloweens, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen that. And it's not that I don't like Rob Zombie. Mm -hmm. I just it's just never worked out for me. I don't know. <laughs> He's never, never worked, worked out. out for me. Never worked out. I the, love the, that. Yeah, watching this just never happened. It's just I don't know. Um, I, I I wonder. Okay, so this just brings up a little subtopic. Sometimes we do these on the show, and it's kind of fun. Uh, when you um when you when you're a dad of a famous acting daughter, right? right. And then you go, and I, I just try to put myself in this position. But if you go then and see like uh. Let's, uh, natural born killers natural born killers that's a great one yeah, that's yeah. one of our favorites so of Juliet D- if lewis. jeffrey lewis uh, or uh, not jeffrey jeffrey yeah, yeah jeffrey yes. jeffrey, jeffrey, jeffrey lewis goes yes, to the movie right. theater sits plops down and watches that movie with his daughter in it which you know is a pretty intense thing to see right uh what's that I like collide. i just want what that's like you know right i i yeah and i think you can't know what it's like because you haven't done a bunch of acting and that that whole that whole like lifestyle where you turn yourself inside out in mm-hmm. front of a bunch of people mm-hmm. and like then when you go and watch other people do it you're seeing through the surface and you're knowing that there were you know cameras and stuff all around them and what they were going through you know yeah you're, yeah, you're, you're able to probably say okay this is a, she's acting she's doing a great job right I could see that. It it's there. like the it's the craft of it, and you, you just can't help but like, see the yeah. craft of it. I like yeah. to think he he sits kind of sideways and is looking at the screen, and, and he sees her, and then he kind of puts his hand up like he did in the movie. <laughs> 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 For yeah, uh, ten kids he has, by the way: Julia oh Lewis, Lightfield Lewis, Peter Lewis, Brandy Lewis, Deidre Lewis, Miles, Matthew. Crazy. Jeez. Why did y'all know that Eddie Murphy has is is expecting his tenth kid? I'm like, what? Really? When did Eddie Murphy have so many kids? Well, how did he have time? No wonder we haven't seen him do any movies he's been too busy right? yeah Jeez. he's got a few things going on so hold on a second jeffrey lewis had that many kids how all all same lady or all spread across different marriages oh, different, or? Uh, three, yeah. three spouses three he, different he was he he visited oh. that sperm bank and and so that's just yeah, yeah <laughs> nice. that's how that he was he was the the only contributor to that right sperm bank. right <laughs> that's right but and only Jeffrey one of those daughters was, Come on in. was yeah. a stepdaughter by marriage so nine of them were his actual spawn oh, oh and by the way uh spawn. the year the the year was 2000 when someone says early in the movie you know you could go to the sperm bank and make three thousand dollars i laughed yeah. and laughed mm-hmm. yeah. you, no. I, didn't, I didn't know the finances of that i was assuming it was incorrect because I'm, i was thinking wow if you could make that much money people would be doing it all the time yeah yeah i guess this was a minute before uh, everybody found out that dudes will do anything for money yeah. right because uh now i'm i'll bet you they don't even pay i'll bet uh, seriously were, i'll bet you getting, also why were they getting primed up in the in the lobby that we actually never got any <laughs> it was ridiculous 
right. the whole scene was ridiculous. It's, it's like the the counterpoint to the Jeffrey Lewis in the trailer scene. Like, <laughs> like the Jeffrey Lewis in the trailer scene is like, wow, this is amazing. Every part of this is amazing. The sperm bank scene is like, okay, wow. you are ripping off every every <laughs> dark comedy that's ever been made. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Dude. We need some filler. What would Tarantino do? Oh, let's right, do right. a sperm bank scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and by yeah. the way, uh, the, this movie is carrying aloft the trope of the trailer ain't the movie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've never seen the trailer. trailer. Tell me oh, about the trailer. the trailer. What's it like? Yeah, I watched the trailer. I, it is I different. watched it first, and it gives you a very different movie right. that's a, that is a dark comedy that's funny and quirky and crazy. That's how I sold my fiance on watching this movie with me, in which time she demanded a <laughs> refund. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer was what got us in. Yeah. The movie is what got her out. So nobody saw this in theaters, right? None of us. This has Not us. Okay. I'm sure somebody did. Yeah. Well, I mean, the three I of us. No, I don't think us. anyone alive saw it in theaters. <laughs> but there was they, they made like the, what like uh, 17 mil or something, 13 mil back. So I mean, they you know it, they, it is a, but still it's huh. a, it's a so movie that's money. Mm-hmm. That's monies. Yeah, it's monies. It, I I honestly I don't know if I ever heard of this film before we had it on our list. Me either. If, no if you would, when you mentioned it to me, I honestly thought it was like a um, maybe a martial arts film where where mm-hmm. somebody goes against a bunch of martial artists with a gun or something like that because it yeah. feels like the way of the gun. Yeah. And that was intentional. Yeah. And that's you could go I the way of the sword, or you could go the way of the gun. And right. that was the failing, in my opinion, of the marketing. They uh, they yeah. did not market this well. They should have they should have showed us what we were getting, and at least I think it would have been a little bit more acceptance. Hey, well, Brian Ebbett, maybe yes, sir. While you uh, were busy listening to eleven straight Def Leppard albums, I yeah. studied the gun. <laughs> you were studying you the gun. What? He studied the gun. He said, "I studied, oh, studied the, the gun. gun." Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is his gun. There are many like it, but this one is his. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. So I thought it was a western. And that's because I yes. like westerns, I guess, yeah. or something. It's titled well, it like is. a west. It's titled no, it like a western, is. and it is film like a western. Is a western. Yeah, that the genre of yes. this movie is western. Yeah, you're you're right, but it it it's it doesn't lean in hard enough. Like that's why I like uh, the one a Hell or High Water because it's it's modern day, but man, right. it's a western. Like there's no question in my mind that that's man, supposed to be a western. I well, there's a couple of things about this movie that. Well, we talked about the things that just really stood out. And one of the things that really stood out was that low-speed car chase. Yes, thank <laughs> so you. Low speed, so low-speed that you have to put their feet out the sides and, like, that, push their... <laughs> that No, that was, was brilliant. so brilliant. I thought, yeah. wait, have they seen the, the latest meme of uh, Drake's video where people get out and uh, dance along? <laughs> kicky dance. And I'm like, I'm like, man, this is, this is, this is hot right yeah. here. This is, this is good. I, I liked it, but I did like that, that low, that low speed chase. That was so much fun. Is Drake, that doing, was Drake's doing something on a car. What's the deal? Oh, you haven't seen the meme. No. Is that you leave the car running, you get out of the car, run alongside it and dance, Dan- dance, dance alongside it and oh. then you get back in the car. Okay. If you do it correctly, everyone cheers you. If you do it incorrectly, you run into a pole. Uh, yeah, if you do it incorrectly, you the only videos I've ever seen, and I've only seen maybe three, are right. people doing it incorrectly. And it was on the news telling people, don't <laughs> let your children do this. It's dumb. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the latest craze that will kill your children. Well, there's always one, man. There's always yes. one that's about uh, to it kill is, your you, kids. Yeah, it's just, just ruined everything. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So uh, yeah, I, it, was, it was 
definitely top three scenes in the whole film for me. Mm-hmm. It was so brilliant and so like different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know the 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 sequence between James Caan and Benicio del Toro in the diner with the coffee that Scott Johnson would oh, never wow. put his lips to yeah. mm. uh, <laughs> that like that was absolutely brilliant because you got a good script and two great actors but it was not unique in any way shape or form no, there was nothing unique about like it like a few weeks yeah. ago right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and he did it he, he did it better however i way will say yeah. del toro when he okay there was a couple of moments where we had you know the tarantino esque thing where there's something inside this package and our character can see it and we're showing great emotion uh and that was one of the things when del toro went outside with james con and james con after the uh after the after a little coffee break and shows him something in his wallet and the look on del toro's face is like holy crap Mm-hmm. What just happened? He has just revealed something major to this character, and I felt like that was a really effective scene. And then he, he went from being well relaxed with uh, with the character to being very paranoid about the character. And I was just like, "Wow, what just happened? Yeah. What what did he see?" It's, uh, it was the Kaiser Soze moment, right? Like yes. where it's like uh, he just you know he just uh, realized who Kaiser Soze was, or, yep. or yep. Mm-hmm. that that kind of. Oh crap! All right, now Ooh. this just got real. Yeah. So what you guys are doing yeah. is just reminding me about all the potential here. Like, there's so much potential. Oh, yeah. So yeah, much oh, potential. Totally. Yeah. And it's just kind even of that uh, that sniper scene. Oh, that's good. Great yeah. potential in it, right? And mm-hmm. like, all right, they get out of here. You think they're gone, and then they're they're picking these guys off. That could have been done so well with um, I don't know, it, it, with with better. The- the better actual, writing, better planning. Mm-hmm. The actual shooting and the gunplay and everything was really good. Like yeah, no, Juliet Lewis awesome. standing there and the he's shooting on either side of her to keep her there. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that was brilliant. Yeah. And it was it was very competent, you know, mm-hmm. the the cinematography. Yeah. But the film doesn't have a plan at that point. Right, like it's right. just like mm-hmm. here, look yeah. at this other great thing. Like these, you know, these previous <laughs> scenes are like Here's a great scene, and we don't have an overall goal. Yeah, as far and, as, and far as also, the sniper scenes go, he did it really the, well. And um, uh, the mis- or the usual suspects, there's that sniper scene with uh, the, yes. the bald one everyone hates uh, was fantastic. Like yeah. one of the, my favorite scenes of all ever involving any sort of snipers. Which sounds like a weird thing to say. It's very specific, but we know Macquarie has it in him, you know, right. to make that amazing. And it just I don't know felt like wasted. A wasted it, it did it did yeah. like wasted i mean we had the we had the uh the police show up and we only had two of course at first you're like you hear the sirens like oh man they're about to raid this place nope just two take just two guys oh that's not going to be enough mm-hmm. that's going to end poorly and uh sure enough Teg Diggs and his partner come flying up in that car i'm like there's no way those police would not have guns drawn mm-hmm. at a car flying up like that so that kind of mm-hmm. there was it that it felt choppy, but it was fun. It, just, it was fun. It just overall, can I, can I have another triple alert? Yeah, you can always have one. <laughs> Morally gray. It's not yes. really like you, this is another movie where everyone's a bad guy, mm. and you're right. supposed to you're supposed to look at it and go, oh well, here's this like here are these characters who are morally gray, and so you start out the movie and you're like, okay, I'm gonna root for these two guys that clearly are the protagonists of the film. But no, they're not really morally gray. They're killing everybody and anybody however they want. Okay, so I'm going to root for the people who oppose them. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Oh, they're really bad guys. Like, they're even worse bad guys. Okay, the the Mexican cops show up. Can I root for them? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Movie, I want to. The movie is so determined that no one is actually, 
you know, a good guy. And it's yeah. like, that's, I'm sorry, I'm tired. You, I'm worried, so tired I, you, worded, you worded that really well because I yeah, couldn't think how to describe this. It's, it was my, maybe my biggest problem with the movie is I never knew who to root for. And I, and I, and I can root for it, bad guys. I can root for Walter White's in the world. It's not a problem. I, I, I can find a way to do it if you're writing it well. But nobody here had redeeming qualities. And, and one minute you're like, oh, Ryan Phillippe is starting to understand the bigger meaning of life and the baby mm-hmm. and this and that. And then, mm-hmm. then you're like, all right, yeah, but you're also kind of a dick, you know. Well, I kind of, yeah. yeah. But they, they, yeah, James Conn is likable, yeah. <laughs> right? They, they preach that from the beginning to the end of the movie. That was the whole point. Is there redemption? Who can you pull for? Even ask us to, even ask us, Ryan Felipe's character, ask us to ask ourselves that question in the very beginning of the movie and to question it all throughout the movie. I don't feel like it had a very satisfying end, but that was definitely intentional. One of my favorite great characters, though, had to be uh, the gas station attendant. Who at first oh, you're yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. she's gonna she's gonna totally have oh, to crack yeah. down. She's she's gonna be the one that escalates this to something bad with Del Toro. But Del Toro shows what did he have like a boiled egg in his mouth? What was that? Oh, I couldn't. I don't know. Know. It was banana. It was, it was banana. a banana. Yeah. And, uh, and then it just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it gets odd after that. It's yeah. like, she had a weird it. twitch too, like yeah. a weird lip twitch while she was watching the uh, the video. Yeah, yeah, watching Dirty Dancing, and then uh... <laughs> yeah. oh, that but, was. Odd. But that's the point. Like the reason morally gray is such a trope is because if you introduce even one character who isn't, who is just morally good, then we we are forced to choose that character to right. sort of like believe in. And Dr. Painter was supposed to be that, but was he? Yeah, he's really not. And and like and and like that that gets all horribly uh, muddied when we find out he's the uh, main bad guy's son. Like, oh, we haven't even talked about how the main bad guy is uh, Herschel from Walking Dead. Yes, right. Yeah, Yeah, forgot to mention that he's a much younger. Looks different without the beard. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. (laughs) And he doesn't have that one. I think we ought to. Like, he's not. He was a lot younger here, right? So, I mean, well, younger. Not a lot, but it seemed like he was a lot younger. Yeah, he he was. He, he was, was definitely younger because this was what 2000, 2000, 2000 yeah. yeah. So he was he's still he's still kicking it, still got stuff to do. He's always in the news though, or he was when he was on Walking Dead. He was always in trouble for drinking and driving or something. There was some deal with him. Oh, where, was he really? Yeah, wow. there was some some. I have to look it up, but he was getting arrested for like on or no, he'd be in Georgia for being on set or whatever, and would end up with like three DUIs over the weekend or something like right. that. Right. Well, all I gotta say is every time I see him, he looks drunk. So I mean, eh, you know, sure. I mean, I like I like him. I think he's an interesting actor. I didn't really like him in this. I think he came off as just that trope of like here I'll play it. Hi, I'm a graying old pervert who's way into making sure I have a kid to take over for my my dirty business, like. It may as well have been Ronnie Cox. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's the old Ronnie Cox role this guy got. And and that's right. I said Ronnie, not Ronnie. Everybody. (laughs) Make sure you heard that. Okay. Uh, Also, there was a phrase I wanted to throw past you guys that that came up in the movie. And I've Mm -hmm. never heard it before. There's always free cheese in a mousetrap. Yeah. I I like that phrase. I don't know if I completely get it. Well, so that I mean, was going to be you know. that was going to be my my other. I have a whole list that I didn't use in my greeting of of uh, reduction philosophies. Right? Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's actually that's that one is actually really good. Like it felt like a ripoff. Like that's from some other movie. He didn't actually make this up. 
Right. Like it, it makes sense to me, and I'm I'm surprised that it didn't uh, land. It just didn't. Wait, did it, it just did it make sense to you when Del Toro said it, or when you finally yes. realized what Del Toro said? Uh, oh no! Yeah, <laughs> it a, made sense. What? Turn on closed caption. He enunciated. It made total sense in the moment, and and actually. The only thing that I guessed wrong in in that moment was that I figured they would actually start destroying the money, mm. just because you know they were caught, like there was no right. getting out. Mm -hmm. But it, it like I, I, I actually I actually like that line a lot. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I like the line too. What Scott? What what exactly what was didn't work for you about that line? I don't was know. It, it, it just, just didn't felt... make sense to me. I thought, well, Wayne, if you're okay, so you're a mouse. Of course, right. the cheese in the trap right. is always. That's why the, well, I guess I mean, it's the problem the, with it being reductive. It's just basically the fact that it's, you know, it's, uh, it always looks like a good thing until you get to right. it and it's a trap. Oh, is that and the idea? Always, All right. Yeah. See, I'm just dense when it comes to that saying that. Cause I, just, I don't think, I, I think you were probably trying, you thought there was going to be something deeper than that and it's not it's i did expect something face, deeper. face value face value deeper. yeah it, it sounds like i i what, what, <laughs> I was what, what, dealer. the first the first uh, taste is always free kind of thing. right yeah. the, the the uh the thing that did interest me about that scene was the fact that uh ryan uh Filippi's character <laughs> i love that you're forced to say it every time i love that it. uh he went he went straight for the money where it del toro move moving uh was yeah. more was more um, interested in protecting his friend that had more value. Yeah. Well, was to it him? Was it more like you know, like uh, why are you doing that? I'm trying to protect you, or was it a you go get the money, I'll cover right. you? Kind of. There thing. was Ryan only because they only a... came out with one bag of money. <laughs> well, barely didn't like, even come out with that one. Get, but, get your own money, butthole. It is a. You know, it does lend credence to the fact that these guys are, they've been working together so long, they know how to clear an area. Like, right. uh, I stand here and, and hold the gun while you move into the next spot, and then and yeah. you hold the gun while I move in the next spot and kind of do this. Uh, I think that part with the kidnapping scene was really well done, them going down the yeah. hall with Kay Diggs and, and Nikki Cat holding the guns on them. Yeah, I um, figured that one out. So, like... Instead of the sperm bank scene, I could have used a scene where uh, we find out, oh, they, they've been training out in the desert. Like, mm -hmm. they've been working all this out. Right. Because that yeah, could have so been really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like uh, the, the main message here, guys at home, is that it just feels uneven. That's yeah. that's my yes. big takeaway, is it's uneven. There's moments you're like, oh, yeah, dude, okay, I'm getting into this. And then they just break it with some bad yes. choice about mm -hmm. pacing Un or something. Uh the other reductionist philosophy that I caught, caught but didn't want to use uh, in my greeting was uh, when uh, James Kahn says, the only thing you can guess about a broken down old man is that he is a survivor. Right. I love the line, but it's the movie telling me, the viewer, to give it a lot more credit than it deserves. Mm -hmm. I'm just supposed to... I'm supposed to come away from hearing that going, oh, wow, he's he's seen some things. He's a badass. Mm -hmm. You know, what? rather than rather than showing me anything mm -hmm. to, to to portray that mm -hmm. i just have to believe it on his word yeah old man strength <laughs> <laughs> I, I i like old guy mobster not mobster but you know old guy hitman storyline type yeah. stuff that's the thing yeah. i dig on right. and and james con's your guy like sure should should probably have him in here but i again i just there's just a lot of wasted stuff and i know we talked about it earlier but i don't know why jeffrey lewis wasn't the dad just make him the dad because he actually right. looks like her. Like, made... I think he's. Uh, I don't <laughs> because know. Because he is. Because Khan right. has got more. 
more uh, pre screen presence. You know, he's got more want... stiff neck. Mm. He does. <laughs> the first thing you see when he's bailing the two bodyguards out, I feel like, oh, is he about to get one of those uh, one of those whiplash collars around his neck? Because yeah, his, mm-hmm. his head is moving with his shoulders. And I never really noticed it, but the more I started thinking about, it, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I remember him having stiff neck a long time. Did he have like some fusion? Did he have have his uh some some of his spine fused or something? And I really couldn't find anything on his. Yeah, it might just health. be old. Who knows? So maybe. But far back as I can remember, it always seems like Khan is always he's he's always kind of got like his shoulders are kind of tight, close in, and he's kind of yeah. always stiff. Well, having just seen Godfather, you're right. He's actually pretty stiff in that. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. there's nothing. Yeah, he's I, just that kind of guy. And then the the character, this uh, this main bad guy, uh, Mister Chittick. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't, what his first name is. He. He is really he really has some interesting things to say. Almost almost so far so far better than the portrayal of the actual character that I'm like, oh, can we hear some more from that guy? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like, mm, yeah. He says, uh he says he'd never ask you to trust him because that's the cry of a guilty soul. I'm like, ooh, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? un- unfortunately um, they again a, a wasted thing because he just became kind of snidely whiplash in the end. He's <laughs> right. I mean, he's a very two-dimensional, just mob boss character. Mm-hmm. But there's a moment where he says, uh, "A woman needs security like a man needs approval." And I re- and I realize, oh, I don't agree with that, by the way. But I think there's an interesting thing where I'm like, oh, the writer, the screenwriter, is speaking to me through this character, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we're just like, okay, and now he's just back at home while the movie happens. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I felt like I never got any real. No, genuine. And you're not a that. you're not a Walking Dead uh, watcher, right, Randy? Correct. I uh, yeah. I I famously announced when Walking Dead started that I was already uh, oversteeped. I had been soaking in zombie things too much already, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to end, and it's been going on for about 25 years now. So I may just have to. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for it to end before I just watch it all. Well, since Chris, yeah, actor, uh, since somebody yeah. major is leaving, I don't want to say who. Uh, don't, don't you feel do, like, yeah. Brian? Don't you feel like, uh, Ibit, that that spells the the near? It's got to be getting close. The end of the show. It's got to be, right? Uh, when did they go off script from the comic? How long has that been? Well, they've always they've always kind of. If you imagine the comic as being this kind of horizontal line, they do this thing that kind of looks like a graph of, uh, well, the quality of the way of the gun, where sometimes it goes up above that line, sometimes it goes below that line, sometimes it goes. So they're they're taking this meandering path that kind of sometimes joins back with the main path, right? And even still, with the end of the last season, it was still doing that. Like it's uh, with the Negan stuff, it was kind of following yeah. that line. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm not caught up on the comics. That right now, the TV show has caught up to as far as I've read the comics. Same. So, I got to issue 100, and I haven't read beyond that. And that's right when you get to Negan. So I, I'm yeah. the same. I have no idea where they're at. And I haven't actually yeah. watched the last season or this season of the show. Uh, it it feels like it's a little long in the tooth. And if Randy does, Randy, if you ever do, just binge the thing. I think that's great because look, there's some really good stuff in there. Uh, yeah. Let me let me tell you what you don't want to do. Mm. You don't want to keep waiting and waiting until it's 2018, and you never saw a single episode of The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. that's what i did that's true. i said ah, i'll wait just a little longer i'll wait for the dvds to come out and i'll catch up and now where are you at see, yeah. see? I, have, 
I it's impossible for me to watch The Sopranos now because it makes absolutely zero sense. No, I'm like, why, I disagree. Why do people like this? I disagree. You should watch The Sopranos. It's awesome. Yeah, the show is amazing. It still and, holds up. It's still very yeah, good. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say, like so many of like the top ten uh, TV series of all time, right? You have to watch a lot of it before you start to really get like. Like the wire. Yeah, if wire you haven't is a watched hard the start. wire, it's a hard right, listen start. to me. Yeah. Watch a good twenty episodes before you give up on it. It gets yeah. really good, <laughs> but it has a lot to tell you and it takes a while to tell it all. Slow burn on that one for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm yeah, that's you, I stopped before the twenty, and that's uh yeah. there you go, that's why. Most most people like you, you it, three or four episodes and they're not hooked, they're done. And some and these great television shows, they have a hard time giving you all the story you need to to hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's obviously exceptions, right? Like Game of Thrones is amazing from the very first episode. Yeah, and, and they're and they're not overstaying their welcome. I think that having it end soon is the right thing for that show. I know they're going to do spinoffs and stuff, and so you could argue, well, that is staying over its welcome. But the main yeah. the main arc and the main characters, uh being done this seat well, when does this next one start is it not till january uh, in, in like march year. or april oh geez yeah. i hate that anyway yeah mm-hmm. um but that's but what you want leave us wanting right like leave us here's, wanting more mm-hmm. here's the deal folks the uh, game of thrones is coming next year and if you haven't caught up you have time it you, you're gonna have to get on it because there's like a lot of episodes for you to watch and they're long but get on it now like it's gonna be an event every with every episode next year it's gonna be an event like like uh you know very few television shows have ever risen to oh it's gonna be huge and you don't want to be left out no don't be that guy be, <laughs> don't be the left out guy be cooler yeah. than that guy that guy is not very cool all right uh shall <laughs> he we only do... has one hand don't should, be that guy should we do some uh clips here i got some clips yeah, Clippy, you got yeah. clips we're yeah. gonna do a clip clippy. i think it's pronounced clippy chair. oh clippy. Yeah, clippy okay i've got a i've got a nice i've got a personal assistant to help me if i have any questions about microsoft word and his name is Clippy. Ryan Clippy. Uh, there are not. <laughs> Clippily. Clippily. You can't do it. You can't do it. Uh, it's, uh, there aren't a ton because, again, I don't know that the dialogue's that great in this movie. So I didn't do a ton, but I got some. So here's one. I'm going to whip you, silly. I just like that. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm bummed you didn't put the second half, but I'm kind of glad you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> probably good that i did because i don't understand you're going to the second half is i'm going to f you stupid i'm going to whip you silly and f you stupid yeah which makes yeah either no sense so or you're, you're a psycho you're gonna beat me and then have violent sex with me yeah is neither neither or? option works for me i don't like either, either option yeah what grossed me out the most <laughs> that guy <laughs> um a, a quick note too it's a little bit misleading if you watch the first scene which is that yelling match outside in the mm-hmm. parking lot you think what you're going to get is one of the most foul mouth movies you've ever seen. And mm. you don't, it's kind of mm. over at that point. Like it you, kind of is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they switch from, from, uh, F bombs to gore, but, uh, yeah, they don't really, they just stop swearing. They stop, you know, that yeah. whole thing at the beginning with Sarah Silverman is not emblematic of the rest of the film. It's really weird. Yeah. Anyway. Did she put more F bombs on the sentence than Steve Martin did in uh, planes, trains and automobiles. Oh man. I don't know, but I love that scene in Plain Space. <laughs> yeah. It's the best scene in the history of film. Uh all right, here's a bad guy laugh, which I it's the it, oh, it's the walking dead guy. So here's Herschel laughing. <laughs> he just goes on, dude. Like <laughs> come on, man. 
Take yeah. a take a like. Remember, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In case there was any doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, like, sometimes you wonder, like, were they? Did that? Was that like off script? And he just started doing it, and they just liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe. wonder about that. That's Give good. us a good two or three minutes of laughing. We'll use like you know maybe ten seconds of it. Yeah. I think we're gonna use the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna use it all, uh, Christopher McQuarrie. Join yeah, Scientology. Hey Chris, hey, Chris, that was really good, awkward laughing. <laughs> it, it was really good, dude. Keep the whole thing. Okay. Right. okay, I'll see you later at the shelter. Yeah, see you at the shelter. See you at the, at the, at the Xenu meeting. All right, here's a, <laughs> here's a, I hate his voice, and here's a piece of it. We're not talking about how long you're going to live, hon. We're talking about how slow you're going to die. Yeah, see? Listen here, yeah, see? Yeah, hon. Not talking. <laughs> I hate the word hun. That oh, I don't like it either. Hey, hun. Oh, I don't like it. No, that's only diner ladies should ever say that. Yeah. Did you want me to refill your coffee, hun? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's the only place it should be used. I know it's an act. <laughs> At least I hope it's an act. I really hope it's an act. But if I'm in a diner. And I get those familiar terms thrown at me. Mm-hmm. It makes me really feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. No, I don't mind if somebody goes, Hunt, can, I fill up, can I fill up your co- a coffee, hun? Like, it's cute. I don't have a problem with that. It's just a dude named Philippi saying it. Yeah. Where yeah. I draw the line, man. And, hey, hon. Yeah. You're, uh, you're coming with us. See? <laughs> I'm being a mobster, man. See? <laughs> All right. Uh, there's that file. How about this one? Bacon's. Oh, no. This is something else. Del Toro talking. What? Gonna meet me in Mexico with the money. She'll be with my partner, and even I won't know where until he calls. You'll come alone, you'll come equipped to induce labor. Not she dies. You'll follow, she dies. If I don't answer the phone when my partner calls, she dies. It's on your head now, Doc. The more careful you are with her life, the less I have to worry. Got me? That baby's coming out, understand? I understand. Okay, so I I would argue it's the most uh, verbose he is in any movie. I've never heard him enunciate as much as he's doing here, which is mm-hmm. interesting because you just don't get that from Here's him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't know at that point that he's talking to the baby's father who is in love with the baby's mother. He, You don't know that yet. And that could have been already d- demonstrated. Like when she goes to see him, why would she go to see him, mm. by the way? Why would he be her obstetrician? That's creepy. Mm-hmm. But when she goes to see the doctor earlier in the movie, you get the feeling like the doctor freaking hates her. Mm-hmm. It's not at mm-hmm. all portrayed that he actually, you know, has a huge but stake in this game. Do does he it's... hate her? Because she's giving their child away to mm. his, his father. Like, I'm just hates. saying... Yeah, sure. I get that. I'm just saying, like, the the movie hasn't given you the understanding you need at this point to to get how bad this plan is. The plan is going to go so... He's literally telling the worst person to tell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's... Yeah. I can't disagree with that. Whatever. Oh, uh, you know what? (laughs) Quick poll. Quick poll. Favorite Del Toro movie. I got a hand down one, but I want to hear everyone else's. Well, I mean, usual put suspects. Your hands, put your hands down. All right, you I say, mean, are we taking usual suspects out of running, out of contention? Because No, you can count it. Anybody saying, not saying usual suspects is lying. No, I'm not. Then what? you're going to call me know. a liar. I mean, I have a Del, Del Toro movie that <laughs> I like good. better than the usual suspects. 
picks. Yeah, but his his performance we're talking about. So what do you what right, do you right. what do you pick there, Dunaway? My favorite is, is Sicario. Oh, you took really, mine, you bastard! I, I love that. I really one. have enjoyed that, and I'm a little disappointed that the follow-up film was not by the same director because man yeah but he's busy making it. he's busy making dunes so he should be happy about that i am happy about that but i'm i wish they had said to put the sicaro sicario uh sequel which they didn't need uh, on hold until he got done well the problem is doubt, actually no hold on hold on Sicario is yeah sicario 2 was being filmed at the exact same time as he was doing the blade runner deal Right, like he is right. beyond th- that Villeneuve guy is out of there, man. He is on to big, huge stuff now. There's yeah. no stopping that dude, and I am thrilled about it. I agree with you, though. It would have been nice if he'd have been around, but I heard it's okay. It's not bad. I heard it's okay too. It looked good. I, there was some scenes I saw the trailer. It looked really good. I just a little bit. But that Sicario, after. that first Sicario movie. Ooh, oh, that first one was good. So that was good. good. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that was Thank my you. pick. Oh. That was my pick as well. Randy, do you have a? What I, do you like? I since you have already talked about uh, like two of his best movies, I actually want to I actually want to point out that he keeps playing uh, bit roles in Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. Star Wars movies, oh, right? And Weird. I freaking love it. Collector. Yeah, yeah, I love I love that Guardians of the Galaxy slash Infinity War cameos, mm-hmm. and I love the role he played in the Last Jedi. I thought, mm-hmm. like, I realized. I guess that he can't carry a film anymore. And so I want him in a tiny little bit or piece. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect, man. He like, I again, can't take my eyes off that guy when mm-hmm. watching the last Jedi. No, you can't do it. I, do, I can't take my eye off him no matter what he's doing. He's, he's just he's a great. really magnetic guy. I love fear and loathing in Las Vegas and his weird character. And I shouldn't say I love it. That movie's weird, but I like his role in it. I love it. Uh, love it. I like him and everything except that Wolfman movie they made. That was real bad. I don't know if anyone saw it. How about that. Sin City? You like him in that? Uh, sure. I guess. Sin- sure, why not, Brian? First Sin City. <laughs> Second one's a little rough. First one's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Boy. It's not the worst thing ever. All right. Here's a. Uh, fall asleep in front of. Yeah, exactly. Here is a, a universal truth that we just like to remind you all of. Here you go. I like bacon. It's on the gas station. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> that that my friends was the uh most unbelievable scene in the film i gotta look at that gas station sandwich in no way did that come from a gas station yeah that came from craft services yeah that sandwich was not cut into triangles right and wrapped yeah. in some kind of weird saran wrap and yeah. was not brown yeah so. cut into triangles is the deal yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i've had uh i've had some not pretty good it sandwiches from a gas station but they were all a kind of behind the counter deli style thing they they would do there so it doesn't really count the right. stuff you're talking about should be the should be what we're discussing here which is that right garbage, where, they, plastic, where they cut them yeah. in and cut them in half and then they, they put it on display yeah. look at our meats yeah it's bad it's a bad time for everybody involved all right here's uh herschel talking i'm sorry i've gotten you involved in this part of my life i know it isn't your way of thinking i'm grateful for that I never wanted you to be that way, but don't be naive. She understood who she was dealing with. She understood the situation. It's a simple fact of life that anyone who would do business with a man like me can't be trusted. Dang, dude. That's deep. It's pretty Mm -hmm. deep. So deep, put his butt to sleep. (laughs) And then I'll go back to (laughs) Moolah. Right, (laughs) Moolah. We also have like a lot of hand waving. 
Yeah. A lot of hand waving. Oh, yeah. you know, we never actually saw you him know. really do anything. He he threatened no. a lot. And people talked about his threatening and menacing, but yeah. wasn't really. When you have a guy like really that, menacing. you need to have it in with a grenade in his pants or something. Something has to happen. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like I'm thinking, so you Lance... mean like you got like one guy that got shot in the crotch, yeah, by Del Toro, yeah, yeah like that. <laughs> Somebody yeah. needs to get something needs to happen to him. But what, that, actually, poor, what... that poor old man survivor made it through all the things he had seen. And then what happened? Out, what happened? What actually? Wait, what happened to him in the end? Now I forgot what happened to Herschel. What happened? Did he died. Which one? Was it, he was one of the uh, guys running around the the um, hotel with a gun, wasn't he? No, no, Herschel. The no, no, Herschel was back oh, home no, getting, his, right. getting his wife pregnant. That's yeah. right, and she finds out I'm pregnant. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, he's right. sitting there. Yeah, he's Mitchell, sitting there in the chair Mitchell in front. That's right. That was a mm-hmm. stupid ending. That was, it was. stupid. Yeah. Oh my lord, I want to die. I don't. We'll have a twist. <laughs> I really she's hate that. She's the only. She's the only person that had any character development because she refused to put her body through uh, childbirth until she lost uh, the child that was in Juliet Lewis's body, and then after seeing the videotape. She went through with being a mother. Yeah, even though, you know, I guess I thought I it was because she couldn't have kids, and now suddenly she can. I that she, I, I, she didn't want to have kids. Oh. Right, they were too rich for her to have too to go rich. through that. Oh, yeah. oh, all right. That's was what yeah. we were told earlier. I like uh, her in things. Other stuff I've seen her in. I think she's good. The blonde. Yeah, I forgot her I, name. I look back to see what I don't remember. Kristen Lemon or Lemon. I don't remember. I've seen other things she's been in, but I don't remember her in them. Do you remember? Uh, right. She was in. Wasn't she in the Chronicles Killing? Of Riddick. She, she was in the Killing. Wasn't she the TV show The Killing? She was in the Killing. Who was she in the Killing? She though? was the lawyer that was kind of getting it on with. Uh, who was oh, she oh, getting with it Kinnaman? on with? Joel Kinnaman. Joel. No, it was. She was hmm. the. Oh no, I'm sorry, not a lawyer. She was part of the campaign. She ran the first two seasons. Helped run the campaign for the guy that you thought killed the girl but didn't in the end mm. and they get put in a wheelchair because somebody shot him remember that i don't know that's no my, now i know since i'm watching the killing <laughs> jeez i did watch that like seven six or seven years ago yeah unfortunately I made the mistake of watching that as it aired yeah. way better as a binge show for sure oh she yeah. was on an episode of castle by the way I'm kind of looking forward to the new series on ABC this fall that's going to bring back Nathan Fillion Shut this up. time also as a police officer in The Rookie. What? Really? Yeah. I hadn't heard about this. Yeah. I hadn't either until I saw a trailer for it the other night. That sounds great. It. Yeah, man. She definitely doesn't have the best IMDb photo, but not the worst for this movie. No. Yeah. Not by far. That would be Heidi Van Leer, who played the gas station clerk. Her, um, <laughs> her awesome. IMDb photo looks exactly like uh, she went up to a booth that was labeled, take your IMDb photo here. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, what, this button? And it only gives you one try. Yeah. Nice. At, well, at, at least, a gas station, by the way. That's probably where I, it's done. I like it. Yeah. At least she didn't get uh, titled sloppy prostitute. <laughs> Who got Irene titled that? <laughs> wow. Irene Santiago, I guess she must have been the one that Juliette Lewis popped in on who uh-huh. was robbing that, that man. <laughs> yeah. And then she got turned away sloppy prostitute that's what a terrible that? name prostitute. you don't want to you do not want to be called a sloppy prostitute that's, no that's egg. awesome well done egg uh final clip is it nope two more here's one if i want to hit her i hit her if i want to miss i miss oh, that part was all right it's fine 
Uh, and then uh, this line, which I'll just use for lots of things from here on out. Come get in the car right now. All right, Philippi, I'm getting in the car. Let's okay. do it right now. Hey, look, look at this. It's the Films Out Checklist. Wants to be another Pulp Fiction? Yes. Or check. check. Sorry. Better than, <laughs> better than most Pulp Fiction wannabes? Check. That's not uh, saying much? Check. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Na- I think name if you put this one. up against, like, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, or... I don't know if uh, I'd call those Pulp fiction well, okay. Well, what about uh, Wise Guys? Uh, Lucky Number Slevin. That's no, a terrible movie. Slevin. That's a terrible movie. That's not a good movie. What's the one? What's the one with Jeremy Piven? That uh, was really good. Seven bags oh yeah, yeah. Duffel... I actually enjoyed that one. Well, uh, he was the bad guy, right? He duffel, was well. He was the slimy duffel guy. Bags he was the slimy guy. A, a bag of right. duffel bags. Is that it? No, no, yeah. it wasn't eight heads in a duffel no, bag. No. It was. It was uh... Uh... Uh, smoking you, aces was it smoking aces smoking aces smoking aces yes, that yeah. was a good that's a good pulp fiction wannabe i enjoyed smoking aces that was pretty darn yeah good. that one's all right i'll give you that one but yeah. that's why i said most better than I most pulp this, fiction I still wannabes. Think this is worse than most <laughs> well that's that's like why good. my third thing was that's not saying much check so, oh, okay yeah. gotcha all right yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, i just I, feel like free the cheese. worst i feel like the worst pulp fiction wannabes are like kill bill and jackie brown and Really? Other, you know, so other, uh, <laughs> I like Jackie too. Brown with his own thing. I, I enjoyed it. I like Jackie yeah. Brown a lot. There's nothing wrong with Jackie, yeah. Jackie Brown. No one likes Jackie. Someone doesn't like Jackie Brown. I like Jackie Brown a lot. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm blaming Tarantino for trying right. to recapture. Right. That. But see, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like that was Pulp Fiction. I felt like that was an homage to 70s films of the type. But I know what you mean. Yeah. But I mean, he yeah i mean the the pulp fiction like what is pulp fiction without reservoir dogs and what is you know what is hateful eight without the kind like the kinds of things Glorious Tarantino Bastards. does yeah exactly it's like he, he does pull from himself he pulls himself off a lot what am i saying yes he, he does pulls, pulls right in front of you right in front of you yeah right in front of me well it's only if you have good feet you have to have good feet if you have good feet, you're in. <laughs> Hold up. Wait. Uh, this is in the Roger Corman four film collection. Somebody just sent me a link to this for 15 bucks. But Future film so sack. Which, which uh Star which Crash, which we movie do you get? <laughs> Star Crash, we've already seen. Drat. Uh Battle Beyond the Stars. Love that film. That was the one that was the TV film, correct? I believe so. Rock and Roll High School. Never saw that one. Mm, and the Ramones. Piranha, the first one. That's right. Not that other one we just saw. Oh, I would watch. Oh, really? Watch but none Piranha. of the um, God, what's the one with the race? Death race. None oh, of the death, death race films. Nope, nope. Really? Wasn't there a race movie with something death? <laughs> Wasn't there a race movie with things that implied death? <laughs> nice pullback. Um, I'm surprised none of those were in there. Yeah, me too. Uh, maybe they're saving that for the death race collection, which will also be 15.99. <laughs> Uh, Star Trek connections this week. We only have one. Sarah Silverman. She played raving bitch uh, in Voyager. She was uh, played Rain Robinson in the episode Future's End and Future's End Part Two, as alluded to by Randy earlier. Uh, huh. I don't remember her in that, and I've seen I all of Voyager, neither. so I probably should go back and check it out. Uh, she. I, I don't know. I don't. How was she in that? Do you have any? Anyone have a memory of how? No. I'm hoping she was angry. Yeah. Well, I she... watched Voyager <laughs> all the way through, like. Mm. I watched Voyager all the way through like five years ago, and I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, you watched it all? To, uh, I need to do that. I feel yeah, like oh, I feel like I've missed a, a chance to just get back into my Star Trek vibe. 
lately. I just haven't, I don't know, just haven't. Yeah. Well, is it like we talked about earlier? There's a ton of TV right now, mm-hmm. and that's all vying yeah, for our attention. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff to watch on TV, so. Uh, soundtrack great. I'd give you a G for great. I think it's the best thing in the yeah, movie. Agreed. Real cool stuff. And just, I don't know, smart, interesting. Kramer guy. Yeah, Kramer. Kramer. You did good. Uh, now it's time for the Twitter post. Sum it up in 280 characters, if you please. Let's start with Randy. The way of the gun. A highly contentious pregnancy. A woman secretly making out with Tay Diggs, but right there where anyone can walk in and see them. Men popping off everywhere. Something, something. Saturday night, Ebbets House. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'm 100% fine if every ending ends up that way. You'd never have to not do that. I think it's always. I'm all right with it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should ask. It's we should ask the butt accurate. of that joke. <laughs> we should always ask the Ibbot if he's okay with it. But yes, I like it. It's good. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have, as is tradition, Brian Dunaway. Ah, the way of the gun. Like, almost forgetting you punched Sarah Silverman in the face almost two hours ago. You're going to hell, Ryan Flippy. <laughs> Philip adjudication flippy pippy adjudication <laughs> adjudication oh yeah you no clips with adjudication in it i know and they said it like one million times <laughs> it was the, and it was like it was such movie a, tagline yeah <laughs> it was such a fun build-up too because at first it was like adjudication and then he said it again like about five minutes later and then all of a sudden it was just a volley of adjudications and i was like okay mm-hmm. stop it well i, I failed <laughs> I failed in the, in my uh, clip gathering. Shame, job. shame. Finally, bringing shame. up the ream, or the ream, bringing up the ream, bringing up the ream, Brian Ibbett. Mm. Mm. Yes, bring ready up for the ream. Mm-hmm. You're ready Here for the go. ream. Oh, yeah. Uh, the way of the gun. This movie is all mousetrap and no free cheese. Oh, oh that's that pretty good. good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Nicely yeah. done. Uh, all right. Let's see. Where are we now? Oh, oh, my gosh. This just handed to me. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. Wow, that hurt. <laughs> Just handed to me on this little card. These were titles that almost happened. It was almost called The Day of the Bum or The Tray of the Chum. <laughs> I didn't use any of the ones uh, from our Slack conversation because I didn't feel like yeah. it was right to do that. But we had Aww. a little fun with rhyming uh, words in there. So mm-hmm. a little behind the scenes for everybody. A little punny. A little punniness. A couple a of quick fun. emails from listeners who sent them into filmsack at gmail.com. We got one from Jeff May. And Jeff, you may have your email read right now. The subject is this week in FilmSack from six years ago. Hey, FilmSack crew, I thought it would take us down a trip to memory lane. So here's a little bit of a test for us. Do you know what film you sacked six years ago this week? But this would have been last week. Uh, To give you a hint, here's a clip of Randy Vanilla Ice Jordan describing it for you. Okay. So hold on a second. I thought I had this copied out. Let me do this real fast. Okay, there we go. Uh, Play. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. This movie made me laugh and it had me crying. Hammy Will Smith, stupid Kevin Klein. A script that got worse line after Ah. line. For the sake of nothing, dumb steampunk. Wasn't even saved by Salma Hayek's junk. Every little bit of this theme was (laughs) whack. I guess it's perfect for film sack. In the wild, wild west. Oh, I wonder. Oh, wow. So there's the title right (laughs) there. there. I wish he'd cut the clip off after like two seconds so we could actually uh, (laughs) wonder what it was. Right. You know what, and though? Uh, so That's chicken crazy. In the chick in the Bucket origin story right there. Right, yeah. yes, the very origin of Chick in the Bucket. Six years, dude? Six years ago. What? That six. that Chick in the Bucket is six years old today. That's Pour insane. One out. That's insane. She's insanity. never been forgotten. How is that Pour even? one out of the bucket today. How is that real at all? <laughs> that blows my mind. Um, all right. Well, fair enough. Uh, let's see. One more email. This came to us from Gilgrim, who says, was trying to work while listening to the latest episode. 
Slippery Swan, uh, the comment Slippery Swan killed me. Had to stop the episode. It's not good for a uh, tattoo uh, a tattooist to tattoo you while convulsing uncontrollably from laughter from his favorite podcast, Gilgram. No, this is true. Yeah. I don't remember the Slippery Swan comment, Please though. Please take a picture, though. I would like to see the tattoo results of post-film sack. Yeah. But do you like guys know what the that. swan reference was? I don't know what it is. Well, it was uh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. He's running around chasing yeah, that yeah, swan. Yeah. Oh, Right, that damn slippery swan. Oh, I'm happy to hear we almost made him screw up somebody's armor. But she's right, yeah. <laughs> like like a needle scratching a record. Right. Yeah. That's all I can visualize with that. That's awesome. Uh, all Oof. right, well, thank you for the emails, guys. If you want to send your emails in, you can do it simply and easily at filmsack@gmail.com or, excuse me, go to the website filmsack.com and hit the contact link, and boom, you're in. That's what these two guys did, and you can do the same. Boom, um, you're in. Our next movie is a little bit of a lighter fare and involves a CGI dog. Randy, do the honors. Backy, backy, back. We're uh, on film sack with the Scooby-Doo <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. The original, the first movie, the only one that needed to be made. I actually, right. I remember seeing this movie when it was in theaters, but I remember nothing. So I forgot there was a sequel. Totally forgot. Totally forgot there was a sequel. How is that sequel? Probably terrible. It's probably the worst thing ever. Right? Not as only, good, but tolerable. only Brian Dunaway knows. Mm. Tolerable, not mm-hmm. as good. Tolerable, yeah. Why do you always you know? Because you you own these things or something, right? You own well, these movies. Of course. Why would you not own them? <laughs> I can you think fools. of about a, tr- a trillion things I'd rather own than that. If I'm being honest, but with you. but what would they be they would be See, you don't own them you're wasting your time you should totally get the scooby-doo double pack the important thing is it would not be scooby-doo whatever it is i would own it wouldn't be that Go um, back that's double. okay no judgment you you do you man you go to walmart you dig through that dollar bin you uh-huh. do what you gotta do right. i have don't you, dig through the have dollar you already bin have you already ordered anymore. your uh roger corman four pack <laughs> it is it is in my cart i'm afraid to hit purchase just yet but you yeah, should, it's in my cart. It. You should do it. And I don't dig through the Walmart uh, thing anymore. I just, if something's on top, yeah, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Yeah. And you know, you gotta, you have, know, you gotta have rules. I, I mean, I, I tease, of course, because generally you and I have a lot of shared interests in, in movies, especially in the horror genre. I have no problem right. with it. In fact, will you bring to the show a little, uh, some gravitas? Because we're all like, Scooby Doo, did I even see that? And no, you're like, I've no, seen a few anti gravitas. He brings anti gravitas. I like that. He brings some helium to the. No, I don't know. Is what that what the opposite? Of <laughs> Helios. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what the opposite is. I've never had to think about it before. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> but I I did just find that they have the uh, oh they got the four film Scooby Doo fave pack uh, uh, for only yeah only uh, nine ninety six. If you don't mind getting it all with. Yeah, yeah what's the films, other two? What's getting... the other two movies? Are they animated? There were a few that went to cart. Yeah, there, no, there's a few that actually I believe they 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 did uh, on the Cartoon Network, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they used to have a movie uh, Cartoon Network did during the day on Saturdays, and I think that's when these may have been spawned. Not 100 percent sure on that, but there are uh, the first two from the official series, and then two more. Yeah, but are they live action or are they? Oh, they're live action. Yeah, they're. I'm live guessing action. no Sarah Michelle Geller or Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, or, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Just so the first two. Those two are too busy making babies. Too busy. 
And if you don't mind getting some with some uh, some goober jelly on it, you can order it used for five ninety five. Goober yeah. jelly. Ew. Uh, I don't. Jelly. What gross got out the most? I don't know what's happening now. This is all terrible. Um. All right. Well, uh, that's gonna do it for Film Sack, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. I know I have, and I suspect we all have. We'll be back next week uh, with a brand new show, Scooby Doo. That's what it is. Get down there. Oh, is it Netflix? I assume so. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, filmsack.com is our website as always you can leave us emails filmsack at gmail.com and on twitter we're at filmsack and uh by the way if you're trying to follow all of us you can do that on our website as well filmsack.com has a link to everybody's twitter account you can find archives of the show you can leave comments on this episode all kinds of fun stuff there that's filmsack.com and leave us a review wherever leave us review leave us a review wherever leave you us get review. To, leave, leave, leave us, us review. review go to internet leave no. us a review uh that's gonna do it for us for me for brian for brian and for randy adjudicate <laughs> we'll see you adjudication. next time <laughs> move moving move moving moving, moving. this show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Come get in the car right now! Okay, gosh dang it. Get in the car right oh, now! Gee.